We start at the Mishnah Hagabain. Gabain are like the uh, tax collectors. The Jewish people, they collect the taxes for the uh, for the king. They came into the house of Israel in order to take a mashkot, to take a collateral. They're going to take money for the king. Okay, thieves. That what? They come in the, um, uh, to the house and they were stealing stuff. They stole kili hayres, and then they come back to the rabbi's house and they say, "Listen, uh, we stole your stuff. We want to return it." So she aziru. So they return the uh, the item. Neimanim lomar lo nagarnu. They are believed to say that we did not uh, touch the kilim um, for uh, Kodesh, but not for Terumah, Rashi. Agabayim, Yisrael. Shein gabayim na melech nukhri. Okay, the tax collectors. The gabot miyad Yisrael gulguliyot. It's a head tax. Umasin v'adnoniyot, the real estate tax. Shein eknesu le tokha bay, la'avot avoto. To take a collateral. Kiliheres is only Tamehau inside. Mitoko. So they're believed to say that they didn't put their hand inside the uh the Kiliheres. Le Kodesh Neemanim. For Kodesh usage. Avar Lolitruma. But it's another Humrah that Tiruma has over Kodesh. Till now in the first Mishnah we learned Homid Ba Kodesh Bitruma. We gave eleven cases, or ten cases, above you count them. However, now we're learning that this humrot that Tiruma has over Kodesh. And one of the humrot is what? That if the guy returns the Kili Hayres, the guy's a Ganav, or the guy's a tax collector, it's Amaris, basically. And what's the deen? He's Neemat to say, I didn't stick my hand in the Kili. Now you can use the Kili for Kodesh, but you cannot use the Kili for Tiruma. The Chudimat Nitin Ahomer Ba Kodesh Bibitruma Kaiba. The oldest Mishnah over here, Ahomer Ba Kodesh. They're believed the hatat to say that it's tahor. Now, what is this hatat referring to? By hatat basar kodesh velo efer hatat. Don't think that when it says nesifta hatat means paraduma. Hatat means basar kodesh, and that's what we're believing in our. Uh, and that, that's the case in our mishnah. Not to see why that's so, but that's the deen. Ubiru shalayim de emanim al kodesh ubeshataregel af al teruma, which means in Yerushalayim, Amaris is believed for uh, kodesh. Uh, but not for Tiruma. Right. Both are Amaris. No, that's that's no, that's pottery. That's buying pottery. That's a different deal. It's not talking about that. that the, the, yesterday's halakha we learned was buying small kelim that are necessary of life. That you cannot buy in Yerushalayim because they don't have the smoke, uh, they have smoke laws that you can't smoke them. So you can only buy those then with all the restrictions. You have to see the guy come in, you have to buy it from that guy. This is a different lawyer. This is stamp. This is any kitty. Any kitty that the guy comes back with, the ganav or the moches, and he says, listen, here's the kitty, here it is. Uh, I didn't uh, put my hand in it. For Tirumai, you cannot use that keli. For Kodesh, 
you can use it. And then the law is Birushalayim in Jerusalem itself. And the Emanim and Amaharis is believed always for Tarat Kodesh, but not for Tarat Terumah. Which at the regel, on the regel, is believed Afal Katerumah Rashi. Or Birushalayim the Emanim the Farish Begemara. Normally, Amaharis is not believed during the year on Kodesh. It's not believed on Terumah. But in Yerushalayim, it's believed all year long on Kodesh. And Mishat HaNegel is believed on Terumah. Comes again when I begin. Ame'ar is Yerushalayim. Kol HaShana is Neimanim Al Kodesh. However, only Mishat HaNegel Atara Terumah. Outside of Yerushalayim, they're not Neimanim? No. No. I mean, on Kodesh itself. No, we said that we accept. Right, right. We accept the Kodesh from the from the Amaharis. Shelo yibne kol echad b'mal la'atzmo velo velo para velo yisro para adumal la'atzmo. We'll see exactly. It's only from certain places. We'll see the Gemara in this last case. Gemara's going to ask you a question. Gemara. The Gemara will discuss your question. Okay. Or mean we have a contradiction. When the Gabayim come into the house, everything in the house is Tamir. Why? Because they touch everything. What do you think? They only just take what they need? They go, they, 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 they feel around all the stuff in the house, and then they, they, they made everything Tamir. They touch all the kelim. So what do you tell me over here? You're telling me that nothing is tamir. Even the thing that he brings back is tahor. And but now you tell me that everything he goes into the house and he touches is going to be tamir. So that's the question of the Gemara. The Mishnah said, Habayit. Uh, actually, the, the, the Mishnah here in Taharot says, Habayit kulo tamir. Mashma kulo tamir for everything. For Cholin, for Terumah, for Kodesh. Amishnah said it's only Tameh for Terumah, at most. And here you're telling me, Abayit Kulot Tameh Smashma even for Kodesh. La Kashya. Ha, the Ika Nukhri Bahadayu. Ha, the Leka Nukhri Bahadayu. Depends if he comes in with a Goy or not. The tag collector comes in with a Goy or not. Im Yesh Nukhri Emmaem, Neemanim Lomar, Lon Nichnasnu. Which means if there's a goy that's with them, then the Gabaim are believed to say, we didn't go into the house. Because the goy went into the house. However, they're not believed to say, They're not believed to say, we went into the house, but we didn't, uh, we didn't touch anything. That's she. Why are they not believed to say if there's a goy with them? The goy is like his manager, so he's not believed to say that we went into the house but we didn't touch. Why? They're scared. The Jews, the Amaris, is scared. The goy is watching them, and therefore he's going to touch everything to make sure that they get uh, they get what they need. However. The Gemara says, The Gemara's question is, when the goy is with him, what's the, why does that change anything? They're afraid that the goy is going to punish them, 
and therefore what? They're afraid that the guy is going to punish them that if they don't check the house properly. Report them to the king. Exactly, report them to the king. So therefore, uh, they're not going to be the iman to say we didn't touch kelim. That's what it interprets. No, the Khrim has no command this Which means not they're afraid of this guy, but they're afraid what this guy can do to them. That this guy can go to the king and get him in trouble from the king. My benai, what's enough coming up? Bottom line, they're afraid. So Gibra says, which means that's not hashuv. So therefore, what's enough coming out of she? Sheenu hashuv. He's not afraid of him. However, Emat Malchut Ika. But he can go to the king. Therefore, he goes to the king. Why did Emat say that he didn't go at all? No, he didn't go at all. Because he could, maybe because he's a Migo, because he could have said, I went in and I didn't touch. So he said, I didn't go at all. But the point is, the point is, now we understand the two cases. When the guy has a goy with him, so then already everything is Tameh. Why? Because if they went into the house, if they went into the house, emat malchut or emat goy, and that's Amish that's talking about where there's no goy, and therefore there's no goy, so therefore the house is not tameh uh, adraba. Whatever he touched, and he brought back, it'll even be tahor for kodesh, but not for terumah. But everything else in the house, we don't assume that it's tameh. Whatever he took, he took. But whatever he left, we don't assume that he touched everything. No, no, if, if, he, uh, if the Gadaim was talking about a case where he took it out, or maybe only done a mean. The Gadaim, it seems though if they're in the house, whatever they touch is coming. So maybe the Gadaim, when Mishnah says that it's only referring to things that he didn't take. Even if he took it and they brought it back, maybe we could be lenient with the Gadaim, we see that if he touched something, we know that he touched Yeah, but, it, but he doesn't touch, only if there's a goy with him. No, right. I'm saying so. The way the way I thought we originally learned the Mishnah is even if he came back, took something and he brought it back, it would also be tahor. Of course, it's not for terumah. But it seems though that it's not the case because we assume it is the case. Our case is about when he went alone. But if he goes with a goy, so then we assume he touched everything. So even if he doesn't go with a goy and he goes alone and he touches something, but we don't know it. We don't assume he touched everything. You don't have to assume that he touched. He comes back with it. He comes back with it, so he's named out for kodesh, but he's not named out for terumah. Even if he takes it out. He took it out. We know he took it out. But in this case of it, we took it out. For Kodos to be Tawar. If Kemara's question was, it sounds like it's Tameh for everything. When a goy is with him, he's, he's touching everything. He puts his hand in it. He does everything. He's with Tameh. He puts his hand in it. He does everything. He, he, he checks it uh, thoroughly. But when he's alone, then he has an Emanut. That's the Kemara's answer. We never said in the Mishnah that he took it out. So what are you saying? You're saying that the, the case of the ganav is even if he takes it and he brings it back, he's trusted. Mashiach came the gabai. He's yeah, but, only but, but trusted. The Mishnah didn't say anything about the house being tamei by the gabai. The gabai doesn't take it. The gabai doesn't take it. Whatever the gabai took, he took. Whatever's in the house is tahor. The Mishnah says. The Mishnah didn't discuss what's in the house. The only discussion was what he took. But not once in the house. And here we have a Mishnah and Tarot that says everything in the house is Tamir. How Mishnah? How Mishnah? How Mishnah? Everything in the house is Tahor. Whatever he says. But in the Mishnah and Tarot, he does not know Iman. He's saying if he takes it out, 
Leave taking it out. What about the stuff in the house? What does the Mishnah say about the stuff in the house? Uh, what does the Mishnah Tarot say about the stuff in the house? What's the Haluk? Haluk is Hagoy and Goy. If there's no Goy, he's the Eman. And if there is a Goy, he's not Eman. Why? Because either Eman Goy or Eman Machu. By the Gabaim, when he goes into the house and he leaves. We say that's it. The Gabaim were here today in a portal. Everything has to start No problem. Maybe he touched everything. He's the Eman. So I didn't touch anything. How can he be the Eman? The Mishnah Tarot says he's not the Eman. Okay, continue. <laughs> The area that the Ganavim went, uh, the place that they uh, that they walked in the house. Rashi, ela makom derisat nagle Ganavim, mekol makom derisato miha tame. Where he walked, it's tame. Kosheken kadim sheganvu beaziru. Kosheken the stuff that he brings back. You told me in the Mishnah. It's okay. So I'm going to be Pinchas Meshemeh de Rava Kishasu Teshuvah. The thief? Yeah. They're going to be made Teshuvah. And that's why they returned it over here. So if they're coming to make Teshuvah, they're not going to lie. So the Amish that's talking about the Motsay Kippur. The guy comes uh, to give the Kedim back. He just made Teshuvah and Kippur. He says, listen, I'm not going to have anything stolen. They're not going to lie. The guy's not going to lie. So therefore, no, he's not gonna, it was contaminated. He would tell you it was contaminated. So when he brings it back and says, listen, I'm telling you, I didn't touch the inside. And you see the guy, he's coming back with a contrite uh, look. So you believe him. So that's the Shubha. No, when he was in there, he wasn't making the Shubha. But no, no, he doesn't have to be tall. He doesn't have to be tall. The issue is he's only with Tamim when he puts his hand in the kid. So touch is not going to help, only if he puts it in the inside. So the company sat the kid inside the house, the Ganav. There he's Rasha at the time. So he's not Neiman. But when he returned the item to us, and the guy said, Baal Teshubah, he's Neiman. To say, I didn't put my hand, maybe not Neiman. He's not Neiman. He's Neiman. He's not Yishakir. Nashi. Kishasu Teshubah. The stuff that he walked in the house is mitameh. We know that there was a ganav here. And was uh, 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 unless you want to add to what the Gemara is saying, that he says that I wasn't uh, not on the, the third floor where everything's right. in order. Right. Okay. Where you see all the drawers that are opened, you assume every kelly that he touched. Yeah. I believe when somebody comes back, he's the man. Exactly. Who was it? He's a Ganav. Right. Why would a Ganav have returned something? 
אלא שיחזינו תקנים חסים להם את השובה כתבינו ברגע מרן מוצא כפות או בירושלמי או בירושלים נאמנים על הקודש ירושלים אמר זבריבדן קודש נאמנים על כלי חרס גסים לקודש they believed on the big כלי חרס that are going to be used for Kodesh. Why did you give them such a heter? This is going back to what we learned on yesterday's daf. On yesterday's daf, we learned that on small kelim, kelihiris, and amaaris has a ne'emanut in the range between modi'im to Yerushalayim. Any amaaris that sells is called a kadar, it's called a, a potter. And he sells kelihiris, he's ne'eman. Why is he in the Iman? Because these are necessity items. If you don't let them buy from the pottery guy, in Yerushalayim they don't make pottery because it causes smoke on the walls. Mm-hmm. So therefore, Hakamim said, listen, we can't make a gizra against the Ama'aris, but they limited it. They said only in this region, in this area. The Hadush of the Mishnah is, yeah, no, we have all the rules exactly like we learned yesterday. The Hadush of this Gemara Mishnah is that in Yerushalayim itself, the Ama'aris is believed on big vessels, on large vessels. So small vessels outside Yerushalayim, because those are more, uh, they have a bigger range, you need them more. And big vessels, also you need But they gave a smaller uh, uh, zone. And what's the zone? יירושלים, From Mordeim already we believe them. So Mordeim all the way to Yerushalayim. It's coming back on both. Why are we so lenient to give an Amaris and Emanut on any vessel of Kodesh? If there is an Amaris. There's no pottery making in Yerushalayim. Not big ones, not small ones. Which means, small kelim are more needed. Because everybody in the house has small kelim. So they needed a bigger region. So they gave it here already, then they moved from Modi'im to Yerushalayim. The guys who give the uh, wine to the people in the Beit HaMikdash, they need bigger barrels. But it's not such a big guy, he's like the wholesaler. So they don't need so much uh, these vests, not such a necessity. So they're going to give a smaller, a smaller zone. They claim that are more necessity for the people, they give a bigger area where you could buy it from. And the claim that are less needed, this is only needed for the Beit HaMikdash people, that they're storing the big vats of oil and the big vats of uh, wine for the, for the customers. So therefore they gave a smaller region. Which region is that? There is a Gizra. There, there, there's no Kibshirot in Yerushalayim. They, they never made any Kirim in Yerushalayim. So why is that uh, in Yerushalayim? There's no, he brought the Kirim and he's selling them in Yerushalayim. The Amaris is selling the Kirim in Yerushalayim. He brought them from wherever he brought them. He brought them from uh, wherever. But he's selling them in Yerushalayim. I don't know where he brought them from. He brought the big kelim from wherever he brought the big one. But as long as it's in Yerushalayim, you can trust them that there's a... Uh, that, 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 that. Why do you have to trust the Amaris? Go make your own kelim. 
You're not allowed to make kelim. It's a rule. No kelim making in Yerushalayim. The big ones are small ones. We don't want to smoke to ruin the walls. Could be even outside of Medina. He's in Yerushalayim. No, he made it even outside of Medina. He had to make it outside of Yerushalayim. I don't know where he made it. He cannot make it. He cannot make it in Yerushalayim. He made it even far, but selling it, even in Modi'im, where did he make it? He didn't make it in Modi'im. He's selling it in Modi'im. He didn't make it in Modi'im. He said, who knows what he was He left Modi'im. He made it to where it is. But in this area that he's selling it, they gave him an emanut because uh, the people need to use these kelim. And she says also they need them in private in your house. Yeah, leftover korban shalim they have in the house, so they're cooking these small kelim. You need small kelim more than you need the big kelim. Big kelim are better megdash items. Nobody has big barrels in the house. Maybe they do, but it's not such a common item. So therefore, based on the usage of the kelim, that's the attempt that they gave you to believe the amas. It's something that the rabbis had to be lenient on. The Gemara says, "Gezera shenat siburi echol alamod." But it's gezera. If you're going to make a gezera, that you cannot trust Amaharis Kelim. They'll build their own. They'll build their own shul. Pardon me. Where, where, where are you going to go? You're going to have Kelim. So the rabbi had to make a, a leniency. Shatar regel af al teruma. Shatar regel. The Amaharis is believed what? Al teruma. Mina ne mile. Didn't we learn before that the vessels that are used for kodesh are not trusted? Not, not the ones that have Kodesh inside, but the vessels that are used for Kodesh are not trusted. What does this have to do with buying vessels from Amaharis to use for Kodesh? Why is it different? He didn't use the Kelim for Kodesh over here. He says, this is Tam Kelim over here. Stop kidding me. You're going to use for Kodesh. Tachamim, give a leniency. We have cases talking about what? We learned before the Kankanim, the least of the no good. But Amar has touched the Kelim already. Amar touched the Kodesh. It's not in the Kodesh. It's not in the Kodesh. The Kelim come to me. But I guess Kelim never came in contact with Kodesh or anything. You're buying. You're going to use it for Kodesh. There's a difference between the case. One has the Kodesh in it. One is, one is an empty Kelim. How do I know that uh, he's believed that Tara Tiruma? Amar of Yoshua, the Bi Yoshua. Ben David Amakera, the Yasef called Ish Israel Lair, Kish Echad, Haverim. Says all Ish Israel came to the city, Kish Echad, Haverim. What's Haverim? There's no Amar Sim on the holiday. Asaan, Katub, Katub, Asaan, Kulan, Haverim. And when they come on the Hag, they have a din of Haverim Tamidah Khamim. Nashi, the Yasef called Ish Israel, the Pidejish, the Givah Ketiv, Shinesu, Koyse, the Givah. All the Jewish people came together. When all the Jewish people are together, Akatub, Asaan, Haverim, the Regal, Shat Asipahu. When do the people get together? The Regal. The Regal. Seven din of Haverim, Sepasuk. Apoteah, Et Havito. Okay, what happened? The guy is a seller. He opened up his barrel to sell wine in Yerushalayim on the regal. Then Matil Isato. He started to sell his uh, loaves of bread in Yerushalayim. Algar Aregel. What did he do it for the regal? He's selling it to the people who need it for the regal. Be with Ahmed Yigmor. Once already he started selling it on the regal, he could even sell it. After the regal, that's it. Which means on the regal, the amaris is neeman. Everybody's a haver. So what happens? The customer comes in, he's touching everything. Let him touch it. Big deal. Touches it. He's sour on the regal. So what the biudah says, I'm not going to say that after the regal, 
Now, whatever he touched retroactively is going to become tameh. Now, on the regular, he's neeman. He's neeman uh, the whole way through. However, Achavim say no. He's only neeman when he touched on the regal. But now, after the regal, whatever he touched retroactively is going to be tameh. And if he cannot continue selling the stuff, Rashi hapotei et habito haver shepatach et habito limkoriayin birushalayin beregel. Echol abalikach whoever's buying the customers memashmesh. Everyone's touching everything. Lo yigmor. Ahad regel. Af apishu regel hen teorin. Lo shetaratan tahara. Not that they really tahor. Ela shberegel akol haverim. And the regel everybody's considered haverim. Aval ahad regel magaot tamel mafreya. But after the regel, when he touches retroactively, becomes tamel. Kedamar bematitin. Aval regel matpidim kli azara. After the day goes over, all the kelim they have in the Azaz have to dip. Wow. Why have to do? Because there's Amar over there. But the says no. Yigmor. What's the Biudah's reason why Yigmor? This is simple logic. If you're going to tell the customer of the, the, the seller, now listen, after the hog, all your barrels are tamir. So the guy's going to say, you know what? I'm not selling. What should I sell for? So the Amar will come touch everything, and he tell me, oh, I have three quarters of a barrel left of wine. I'm not opening it. So therefore, the rabbi said, if we don't matir it after, they're not gonna, they're not gonna sell. So there was this is something that they will matir the end in order that you'll get them to do it in the beginning. Comes the Gemara and says, Yatir, Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha, Akilad, Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha, Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha was sitting by the porch. One of them said the question, which means everybody touched on the regal. Ve'at amar yani hena the regal achet. Which means he touched it already. What's the, what's the next regal going to help? Meaning you're trying to say basically once they touched it, it's tamer. Next regal is not going to help you anything. What's the next regal? It's tamer. It's tamer. He says, what do you mean? Amar le atu adaidana lavia dakom emashmeshimba. Which means the whole regal. Why are they touching it? Forget about uh, the during the regal. What's the reason we said? During the regular, they touched it, and we said, well, it's okay. Why? Because there's no Tumah. So just like on the regular, even though Namahar is really Tameh, Ella, while we say in the regular, he has the name of the So just like when he touched on the regular, we're not worried about it. So therefore, what, what, what do I care? So therefore, I should save it for next year, and it should be okay. Amar Le'achi Ashta. He tells him, what are you comparing? What's the comparison? When he touched it on the regal, he's tahor. The Torah calls him a haver. But now it's the Malam Afraya, which means uh, he, he, asked me, he touched it on the regal. When he touched it, it was okay. But now after the regal's over, the Hamas loses his status. And therefore the Mafraya, this touching is becomes bad again. So what do you mean saving it for next year? His question was, what do you mean? Rabbi, you allowed me to, he, he touched it on the regal, you allowed me to eat it. I let you touch, when he touched it on the regal, I let you eat it because he's not on the regal. But I'm worried now that after the regal is over, now his my guy's bad, 
and therefore could be retroactively when he touched on the regular is no good. They were saving it for next year. It's not gonna. It's not gonna help. So the Gemara says. It's funny that they make it retroactive that way, no? I mean, they're saying he's done all this time. They're for now. They, they gave the kula up to up to regular itself. But really, the Amar is what he touched. It was for that seven days of the regular. That, that's the way they're learning it. That's right. Now, the Haved not to sell things that are to make. When you buy something from a Haved, you're assuming you're buying it. But I'm not even asking. The Tarihad, we have one brighter that says, Yani Hena le regal ahir. Oh, so one brighter actually says you can't leave it to the next regular. Batanya, Vatanya Idah, Lo Yani Hena le regal ahir, my love Tanahi. Sounds like it's about looking amongst the Tanahim. Can you leave it to the next regular to sell? Or can you not? La. Ha, Diktani Yani Hena. That which says leave it to the next regular, Rabbi Yehuda. Which means he lets you sell it even after the regular. By the way, <laughs> he lets you even celebrate exactly. You on. They had iktari yani lo yani hena rabbanan. So the Gemara says, and the shita that says you can't leave it till after is the shita of the rabbanan. Gemara with hispera. How could you come along and say that? Had the biuda yigmor kamar, which means what do you have to wait till next regel? The biuda lets you sell it. It's ruhag, right? What do you mean? Why do you tell me the next regel? You have to wait till the next regel. According to the biuda. You can do it right now. Sell it the next day. So Gabara says, That what it says, That's going like Rabbi Yehuda. Oh, that what it says, is going according to Rabbanam. And that what it says, Is Rabbi Yehuda. What is it, Rabbi Yehuda? Rabbi Yehuda, let's just sell it. The next day, my lo yani hena shein sarich lahaniha. Rabbi Yehuda will say you don't have to wait to the next regel. Lo sarich lahaniha, which means sell it right away. And the banana lenient, and the banana will say yeah yani hena save it for the next regel. So therefore, comes out even according to the banana, you can't sell for the next regel. Mishavara regel next mishnah. Mishavara regel once the regel passes, the holiday's over. Ma'avirim al tarat azara. All the kerim in the bet mikdash. They take them out and they put them in the mikveh in order to purify them. Again, during the regel, the amaris is tahor, and therefore when they touch everything in the azara, tahor. However, after the regel, there's a tumat lemafreya, and they have to go re-sanctify all the kerim in the azara. Avara regel, the yom shishi. Let's say the regel ended on a Friday. If they ended on a Friday, Lo ayum ma'avirim b'dekevot Shabbat. The Kwanim are too busy. The Kwanim are preparing for Shabbat. They're going to go tell them, Erev Shabbat, they have to go now make the whole Taharan, the Azara. So they leave it. If you don't know, even when the hike ends on a Thursday, Shein the Kwanim pinuim because they are busy. Rashi, Rashi says... Ma'avirim al-ta'arat azara. Ma'avirim et ha-kirim e-mekomam u-latbidam v-letahirit ha-azara b-tumat ha-ma'ares sh-nagu ba'ayim ba-regel sh-afapi sh-asam ha-katub ha-virim ba-regel The reason why they made them ha-virim no me-pleshe te-orim 
that this, 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 this touch of the go of the Amaris will not affect the killing. However, they tell him, Shiloti Gauba Shulhan. They tell him, don't touch the Shulhan. Why don't touch the Shulhan? Because we can't dip the Shulhan. <laughs> too heavy. Too heavy. I can dip the shahat. So certain kilim, it's under amaris. Listen, now it's not going to bother us. But after the hag, we have to dip everything. But please don't touch the shahat. Okay, right now, 24 hours a day. Talk about the kohanim. Make the Everybody is excited. Not say kippur and putan. Kol akilim shayu b'mikdash. Yesh lehem shiniim u'shlishim. They have doubles and triples of all the kilim at the bet the mikdash. Shiniim nitmu arishonim yaviu shiniim tachtehem. 
If the first ones become tamir, they bring the seconds. Kol akelim shayu b'megdash toanim tevila after the regel and he'alif shemesh. Chutz the mizbech hazahav umizbech nechoshet. The mizbechot do not need b'pnei shein bekekarka. And something that's attached to the ground is not mekabel tumah. Never to be the aizer. The chemim omrim b'pnei shein mitzupin because they are plated. We will see what that means in the Gemara. Tana, Tana, Hizaru. Shema tigu b'shulhan u'bemenora. They warn the uh, Amaris, don't touch the Shulchan and the Menorah. Hamishnah did not mention Menorah. Betana didan, baitamalotani Menorah. Shulchan ketive tamid. It's got to be there always. Mm. So therefore, they can afford to move it and uh, dip it because it's got to be there also. So don't, don't touch it. However, Menorah lo ketive batamid. Let him touch the Menorah. He touched the Menorah. We'll dip it in the mikveh. No din of tamid. So it wasn't a way. Oh, that since the menorah is moldy shulchan, and since it says tamid by the shulchan, and the menorah faces the shulchan, as if it says tamid. That's just coming to say where it belongs. That you only have place it over there, but not that it has to be there. Actually, Tamid. So if it comes that we have a machloket between the Mishnah and the Braita, if we're concerned about the Menorah or not. Vitipu clear the Gibraltar, what are you talking about? Forget about uh, uh, the Shulchan. Let them touch the Shulchan. The Shulchan does not become Tamid. Why? It's a Kli'etz that is stationary, it's not moved. That's a general rule. That kli'etz, that's stationary, that doesn't move, does not become tamir. So let the Amah Hadis touch it. My what's the reason? Go slow. Because Gemara is assuming now that you don't know the answer that you learned the last round. Gemara is assuming you don't know what's going to come up over here. Of course, you know the answer because you learned it already. But the Gemara's question is. The shulchan doesn't move. Why when does the shulchan move? Without knowing that they lifted it up and said, hey, oh, they and all that. Before you get to that big hadush of the Gemara, and we assume that the shulchan stays in this place. Who's lifting up the shulchan? Now, how do you know that a kli et ha'asul le'nachat is not mekabel tumah? So the Gemara says, because it says in the pasuk over here that any vessel that let's say a shedet falls on it over there, whether it's a kli et, whatever it may be, it says kli et or a sack. Sack is like a sack, sackcloth, something made out of that material. Those items are going to become tamir. So I put sack and et in the same pasuk. So Gemara says, Dumya de sack ba'inan. Ma sack metaltel malevirekam. Just like a sack, it's movable, which means when it's empty, of course you can move the sack. And even if you, you fill it up with potatoes, you can also move the sack. So sack is a movable item, malevirekan. Av kod mitaltel malevirekan. So to anything that can be moved, malevirekan. The shulhan is not movable. Nobody moves it. It stays in its place. So therefore, it doesn't have the deen of sack. It doesn't have the deen of tumah. So what are you worried? Haina medgemara says no. Mitaltel malevirekan. It is movable. Why do you ever move the shulhan? Kedirish lakish, tamarish lakish. My dichtiv. Ala shulhan atahor. It says you place the bread on the shulchan tahor. What do you mean tahor? Implying that the shulchan can become tameh. Mechlal shu tameh. Amai. Kli et asul inachatum. And eno mikabel tumah ela melamed shemagbihim oto umarim bo leoleh regalim neamapanim. On the regular, they used to lift the shulchan out of its place 
and show it to the pilgrims that came up to Ole Regalim. Ve'omnim lahem, le'u chibatkem lefnei hamakom. Go look how much Hashem loves you. Silukok is a duro. That the way when we take the bread off the table, it's just as hot as it was when we put it on. A big miracle happened. Kisiduro, kak siluko. That it was still hot on the day that they took it. So they wanted to show the Oled Galim this miracle. Ah, so what ends up happening? It's not a Kli Ayat Asui. They're not. Because of that one time or three times a year that they pick it up, that already makes it a movable item. That's what they have to warn the Amaris not to touch it. Why? Well, let them touch it and put it in the Megvir. Oh, we have another problem. Because we have the Tamid issue. Uh, it says, Le'am Panay Tamid. And therefore, we don't want to get involved with this, uh, with this story. Either Menorah is not a Tamid item. That's why we don't care for them to touch it. Or if it is a Tamid item, so then we'll dip it. I'm sorry. We will tell them don't touch it. We'll tell them don't touch it. Ma'alum is the Mishnah and the Braita, what the status of the, of the Menorah is. Mm. Wait, the shulchan is plated. It's plated with gold. Oh, so therefore, forget about the lifting it up. It's a kli matechet. Kli matechet is tameh whether you lift it up or not. This whole thing of asur nahat was only said by kli etz. But since it's plated with gold. Nothing to talk. Even they never picked it up. How do we know the Hatenan? We learned in the Mishnah Kedim. Hashulchan v'hadulpaki. That's a uh, chair, folding chair. Shenifchatu. What does mean nifchatu? They broke. Or shechipan b'shayish. Or you covered them with marble. Shiyer b'hem makom anachat kosot. If let's say. The wood part you left revealed enough that you could put a keli on it, like a, like a cup on it. Tameh. It still has a deen of tameh, which means these are keli'ayat's items. And what happened? They broke. But as long as they're still functional, so then they still have the deen of that they mikabel tumah. The biyuda omer mekom hanachat hachatikon, which means not uh, putting a keli. You have to be uh, big enough in order to put pieces of uh, bread or pieces of meat, it's not enough that it could fit uh, a couple of kosot uh, uh, alone. Okay, now let's see Rashi. Rashi says, This is the point, that we judge the keli based on its plating. I know that the shohan is wood, but it's plated with gold. So the Gebrach will say, since it's plated with gold, it's gold. And therefore it should be a kli matechet, and therefore it should be mekabel tumah. Who told you that you measure a keli based on its plating? Maybe you measure the keli based on its uh, its uh, main uh, main item. So the Gemara says, "Radul faki kesi ametkapel shaypau b'shayish." Oh, now once you once you plate the um, the shulchan with marble, it's not a kili etz anymore. Now it's kli abanim, and kli abanim are not mekabel, tum'ah. So the Gevara says, v'shiyer bahen, but you left a little un, unmarbleized, and therefore what? Mena pechita, o mena chipui, kedea nechat kosot, tamesh, adayin na'udim nechad roshona, lebidah omer, sarik af ha nechat chatikat lechem u basar. Now, v'ilah, lav, 
Shulchanu. Now, let's say, according to both rabbis, you cover the whole thing up with marble. What's the deen? It's marble. What do you mean it's marble? It's a, it's, it's a kiriyat. Because we see we go after the covering. And since the covering is marble, it has deen of marble. So therefore, so too by the shulchan, since it's covered with uh, gold, it should have a deen of gold. That's the proof. Yeah, then even if you don't pick it up. But even if you never move it. So therefore, look at that. His bear is attached to the ground. This is not attached to the ground. But the point is, what's the uh, what's the whole thing that you're telling me that they lifted it up? Shouldn't matter. So Gemara says, "Vechi tema shani atze shitrim dachashivi velo batle." You're right. But the shulchan is made up of acacia wood. Atishitim. And atishitim is hashuv. And therefore, I don't say that that little plating of gold is going to be batel the, the hashivut of atishitim. Hani halirish lakish. Damar lo shanu ela bichli axelagim habaim memedina tayam. Which is what? Cheap items. Avabikli masmim lo batle. This is made up of a hashuv wood. Shapir. The shtakish makes this difference between cheap woods that are plated and hashuv woods that are plated. Cheap wood that's plated, you go after the plating. Hashuv wood that's plated, you go after the wood. So according to it, it's very good. That the reason why the Shulchan uh, is considered Kili'et, because it's Asishitim, the plating doesn't do anything to us, and if we have to lift it up in order to say that it's a Kili'et, that's become a so we have to tell the Amaharas and the Hag, don't touch it. However, Ela Le Rebu Hanan, Damarafilu Bechlim Masmis, Masmim, Nabi Batle, you don't care how Ashuvir, if it's a vessel that's very expensive wood. The plating doesn't. Uh, the plating over overrides it. Because this is asishitim. Asishitim is like asem masmim. It's a hashuv item. But do I care? Once you cover even a hashuv item, it goes after the plating. So therefore, the shulchan should become tameh, no matter what. The gemara zvichi tema kan b'sipui na omed kan b'sipui she'en omed, which means we're going to make a difference. That which we said in Masechet Tatarot over the Bali Shulchan, that you have the uh, covering on it, that's Sipui Omed. That you bang the covering on it and it's going to stay there forever. Oh, when you have a covering that's going to stay there forever, then already we say it becomes the, uh, it becomes the new item. However, but over here it's just the, uh, the Shulchan, they covered it with, with gold. But it's removable. Yeah, it's removable. They just. They didn't, they didn't bang it in with nails. Also, maybe a plating that's not permanent plating, that's not kavua, maybe that's not considered a plating. And therefore, that's the difference between... That's why it's kiliyahetz. Yabana says, Haba aminei rishlakish b'nabi Yohanan. Nabi Yishlakish es from Rabbi Yohanan. B'sipui omed or b'sipui she'en omed. He asked that exact question. This sipui, what type of sipui we're talking about? Omed or en omed? Bechofe et le bizbezav 
which means when we talk about covering the item, what about the rim? The rim of the table. Do you have to cover that? How does he explain the rim? The rim. Does he have to cover the, uh, the rim also? Or it's considered covered even if you didn't cover the, uh, the rim? Maybe you should cover the flat part of the table. Said, by the way, it doesn't matter how permanent it is, and you don't even have to cover the bezav. So long as you cover the main flat surface of it, and even if you didn't put nails on it, it's a sipui. So now we're back to the question. Why did you tell me that the menorah has a din of kiliyets and they have to come on to that they lifted it up so it's not lenachat and the zamaras can't touch it? It's very simple. It's a klima techet because it has the sipui. Don't tell me that the atzeshitim is chashuv because the kotel b'yohanan doesn't care if it's chashuv and don't tell me it's not sturdy or, 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 or baked in with nails because the b'yohanan answer doesn't have to be sturdy with nails and it's still considered a sipui. So if it's a sipui of zahav, it's klima techet. If it's klima even if they didn't lift it up on the hog, still tamed with Amar is not allowed to touch it. Yamanah says, Ela Shani Shulchan.